Hello and welcome to another Be Your Own Loud podcast. I'm your host, Matt Haller, and today we have Louise Budgen, creator of Extraordinary Life Success and the upcoming program, Unfold. Today, we're going to talk about her life, her experiences, and what she does to help women rise above the noise and be their own loud. Louise, welcome to the show. Be Your Own Loud. having me. I'm very excited to be here. Well, we start this off by having you tell us your story. And, and, and everybody who listens to this knows that we do a call before we come on the show. And I, this is a powerful story. I mean, a lot of people who come on the show have powerful stories, but yours was like life and death. I mean, it was uh, a little different. I just wanted to preface that, that everybody might want to be sitting down for this, or if you're driving, maybe pull over just because this is an incredibly powerful story. And I think a lot of you are going to start seeing yourself in a lot of the stuff that Louise has gone through. So Louise, uh, where, where do we begin here? I'd like to go back over six years ago when I was that woman who was juggling many plates. She was in a place where she didn't have any time. She was busy. She had this over overriding sort of feeling of sadness and no joy in her life because she was, she was just doing life. She wasn't being in life. In fact, she didn't know how to be in life. And she was doing um, a career. She had a network marketing business. She was actually going to an event, a network marketing event, when in a car accident on a motorway, sent the car spinning out of control, upside down, turning around. And it was at that moment that, yeah, my life changed. And it changed for the better because following that accident, which I do believe there were angels around us because four of us in the car, we came out of an upside down spinning car with with no physical injuries apart from, from some whiplash. But I ended up with post-traumatic stress disorder because it was one of my biggest fears to die in a motorway accident. So I'd faced my biggest fear. The treatment I went on to have to help me get rid of the post-traumatic stress disorder was was life-changing. EMDR, eye movement, desensitization and reprogramming. And that then started my wonderful love affair with the, the mind-body connection. The I was just, I was actually course directed. I was I was thrown onto what has always been my path. I now know that in that in that in that moment. And I was given the opportunity through Synchro Destiny definitely to meet the right people at the right time, the right doors were opening up, the right conversations. I met a coach who helped me work out that that's actually what I needed to do. I wanted to retrain as a coach and out of my mouth came those very words, you know, I want to be a coach. I hadn't pre-thought that, that just came out. So that unraveled, did the, my coach training, I thoroughly enjoy being in the moment. I'm an intuitive coach and I didn't really, I thought I was just a bit weird at the time. Um, how I had this ability to to pick somebody, reveal and peel as I, as I have come to call it, but in such a such a beautiful way. On my journey from that point, I was getting very successful with some clients, thoroughly enjoying um, that time being a coach cancer came to, to visit me and cancer came and cancer left twice so it came twice and on both occasions I really felt my spiritual connection helped guide me to come off chemotherapy and I'm not saying everybody should come off chemotherapy but for me it was the right decision first time around with cancer long long story 
I had made the right decision because when cancer returned, I was stronger, I was healthier, I'd done my own programme. I felt completely guided to, to do the things that I did for my own self-care and I put myself in a really strong position to be able to to deal with when cancer cancer returned and, and cancer is now the furthest away it's been from me. It's over two years ago now. I, I'm cancer free, I'm going to say that. I say that every day. I'm healed, I'm whole, I'm healthy and I am healthy. I feel healthy and I feel so alive and that's what I what I want to get through to my to my clients that living there's a difference between living and feeling alive. So, so why why did it take a near death experience and two brushes with cancer for you to have this epiphany? Why 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 were you just going through the motions before and now you have embraced this to, with the passion? You've embraced it. I feel very strongly that that was my life's mission to work to work that out for myself, Matt. That okay. everybody has has a life mission, a life, a soul's purpose and, and when you really listen to what your soul's saying within which is you know i've talked about this my soul was whispering to me all the time mm-hmm. i needed to get out of my own way but it's almost like i couldn't i was stuck i was trapped in this in this woman that she did she was not connected to anything she was just not connected i was it was like i, I wasn't even floating through life i was i was just stuck in a place that i didn't know i didn't know how to to move out of and i do think that in life some that things will come and course correct you if you aren't course correcting yourself, if you aren't learning the lessons. That's my belief. Sure. Well, I think there are a lot of women who are listening to this and who are going through life and feeling that feeling of stuck. But there's so much that needs to be done to help people get unstuck. Where do you even begin? Well, for, for myself, speaking from my experience, it was it was having an honesty audit with myself. I, yeah. I really had to get deep down dirty with myself and, and think, right, okay. But obviously I was coming to it from a, a minus position because I was, I had no hair and I'd had chemotherapy and, and I was actually feeling quite ill. But when you start to peel back and really see very clearly who you are perhaps for the first time, you can then build on that. You can build into that fantastic self-care. I didn't have a self-care regime at all. I was not anywhere on the priority scheme in my life. I'd never and never had been. That's a really good place to start. And and it's not just physical self-care, it's emotional self-care, it's spiritual self-care. Learn to meditate, learn to take yourself off for a walk in nature. Just be and being has been the best medicine for myself. So I turn from a doing, a, a human doing to a human being. And that's we are human beings. We should spend it's not lazy. You shouldn't feel guilty. We should be because we're supposed to. In doing that, I realized how much joy and happiness I was, was able to give myself and, and heal. And I'm absolutely convinced that that's been a big part of my journey to healing. What objections do you get, Louise, when, when, when you're working with somebody or when you're through the introductory stage, what are some of the things that you hear on why that's either going to be really difficult or why they're stuck where they're stuck? They've got themselves into such a position of overwhelm. They, they can't see, they can't feel, they they they're almost numb. They're almost like they're in a coma or in a trance and that that's their life. And, and 
they haven't spent any time with themselves. They've been very busy with with the house, with the kids, with the family, maybe with the parents, with the husband. They sort everybody else out before themselves. So, so no time is always, I just haven't got any time. We have to make time. Everybody in this world has 24 hours in every day and every there are seven days a week. So how come some people can and some people can't? It, it, you have to prioritize. You have to give yourself permission to put yourself at the top of, or even get yourself on the list. Yeah, <laughs> you have to put yourself on the list. Yeah, yeah. Because when you become more, when you when you have this feeling of calm and harmony and peace within, and I have that now, and I live my, it's a ripple for everybody. It's not constant, though. I mean, it's something that you have gotten there because of practice, I'm assuming. But people will briefly get into that moment of peace, and then they need to realize that they're out of that alignment. That's one of the words that you use regularly in your program. How do you help people realize that they've gotten sucked back into the noise and they need to get themselves recentered? Oh, there's many ways to do that. I mean, nature take yourself on a walk if, if you're feeling like you are out of alignment go out in nature even if it's only for 10 minutes go and look at um go and look at a plant go and look like go and look at some leaves or <sighs> it, breathing simple breathing anywhere you can do breathing you're sitting in the car if you're taking the kids to school pick about to pick the kids up it's having a toolkit of, of things to hand that you know will, will recenter you back into yourself because nobody else is going to do it. In fact, if you are out of alignment and you are looking then for somebody else to do it, you are completely looking in the wrong place. Go back, go within, ask yourself, feel, feel what you're feeling. Talk to yourself. Talk out loud. I talk out loud all the time. Yeah, I want to go. I, I, I can't believe you just went there because that was where my question was going to be. <laughs> that sort of self-talk, right? The things that you say to yourself while you are in, while you're breathing, while you're recentering, what sort of stuff mm. should people be saying to themselves to make it so that they are able to realign and recenter? Oh, my favorite is you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Trust trust and more trust just trust that this is exactly where you're supposed to be if you're having a really tough time what is it teaching you is it teaching you perhaps to have more patience or is there a bigger lesson trust that's exactly where you're supposed to be and even if you can't see in that moment just trust that that's where you're supposed to be and it will unfold and it will become apparent why that happened we have had a mission here really since inception of, of our company, that we've really wanted to try to help 51, the majority percent of the population, have the confidence and have the medium, and for us it's podcasting, but have that medium to get their voice out in the marketplace. What can you do to help increase women's specifically, their, their confidence, awareness, acceptance of their brilliance? How do you do that? Because I feel like I failed miserably. You, you haven't failed miserably. <laughs> Just well, well I appreciate Thank you for that. I appreciate that. So what can I do? I can speak from my heart space. I can, I can allow myself a bigger stage rather than it just be ripple effect through my community. I, I can come on shows like this and I can talk. I'm a normal person who up until the beginning of the year wasn't even on social media. I've had a phobia about speaking publicly all my life. I just say, want to say that if I can do this, anybody can do this. And 
if at the core of you, you, you have got messages to be more and to become more, don't ignore them. Don't ignore them because that will just that will just create a ball of resentment and anger and sadness, which is, I think, where I was before the car accident. Okay. There's a reason why I've been put on this planet. There's a reason why every woman has been put on this planet. Bigger than bigger than their bigger than their family. But they have to tune in, they have to plug in to listen to what that is. And it will be of something of service. It will be something of service to help other people. It's interesting because in order to really, it sounds to me like in order to really help other people, you have to first go inward and make sure that you are good with this. Because then when you're, uh, talk about that a little bit more, please. When you've got that groundedness, when you are firmly grounded in who you are and what you're here to do, your whole energetic being is is radiating that back out to anybody that comes into contact with you. So yeah. trusting the trusting the process of becoming more, you can't become more and still be small, if that makes sense, and quiet. You, you oh. I feel that you in becoming more and stepping into that power, you naturally will radiate and you'll naturally shine so other people can see you. The people who we have worked with who have either been on the show or are clients of ours or people who run in those social circles, it's unbelievable how attracted you are to that, people like me are, to, to your radiance, to that radiance. And seeing that unfold is something that you help with. That's a lot of power, Louisa. I mean, you know, it's, it's, and everybody who's listening to this knows those people. They walk into a room and everybody turns because there's something there. Does everybody have that? Or is that like a minority thing? Or how, break that down some more for me, please. I believe that everybody has the power to do that for themselves. But it is, it is work that you need to do for yourself. Yes, of course, you can work with a coach and you can, speed up the process of course and you can look at it from lots of different angles but invariably you will do the work yourself you will you will be with yourself you will start to understand yourself you'll connect to yourself you will you'll understand more about this beautiful world that we're all born into for this limited amount such a short amount of time that we're all here for and hopefully that would supercharge people to think, well, what is going to be my legacy? What is it I'm here to do? And really get excited on the inside about their own potential if they still can't necessarily. So I was nearly 50 when I had that car accident. Mm -hmm. So I, I'd spent, I, I had a very happy life, Matt, don't get me wrong, but actually not as happy and as harmonious and peaceful as I feel now. It won't always be obvious what you're supposed to do, but just trust that, that when you do this work, you are going to unfold the next stage of your own involvement and your own ability to shine. Because people, it's not just a one fix done or, or one done fix. I can't remember what the, the saying is. It's, it's not, you, you do this work for half an hour or an hour and then it's, it's not, this is, we're all work in progress. I'm work in progress. I'm just so pleased that I was, able to see the opportunity that was afforded to me when I'd had that car accident yeah. because I could have sunk down and I didn't, I rose up. You talk about soul whispers. You brought it up already here and we had talked about it previously. And I know that it's part of your program. 
what happens if that inner voice it hasn't guided you well in your life? It's guided you exactly where you're supposed to be. It, it, no, no matter what, what, where you've been, it's exactly where you were supposed to be. So for myself, people may say, but, but you got cancer twice. You can't, I see that as a huge, huge opportunity for me to learn. It, there were so many golden nuggets wrapped up in my own cancer journey that I could not possibly have learned had I not had cancer. And, and that's how I would say, no matter where you've been, or matter, no matter what you haven't learned, there are lessons there. There are lessons. And, and it's about rising up from the moment that you find yourself in now. We, we all are, we need to live presently because presently, as you and I know, is the only moment we actually have. The past has gone and the future has not yet, not yet, not yet happened. So if life so far hasn't dealt you, then see what happens when you get connected see what happens can you can are you are you continually allowing that to happen i don't think people continually allow that to happen because i think they're terrified because they feel it has guided them in the wrong direction in the past just an example that was outside of 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 business but people will say my picker's broken i am unable to attract and not necessarily from a mate perspective but from the right people to surround myself with because of all of the stuff the baggage the things that we carry with us through life a lot of times with a near-death experience, a lot of that baggage seems to miraculously disappear because your focus, you are allowed to refocus without having to get that close to dying. And for you, three times, how can somebody detach that baggage that they're carrying with them so that they can empower themselves and they can rise above the noise? How, how, can, how can you do that without being forced in such a position that, you, that a near-death experience puts you in? I think the decision to to do it is a is a really good starting point of actually deciding to to take the first steps to maneuver yourself potentially out of what has become the the norm. Let's let's have a look at I don't want to be in this space anymore. So how can I how can I move out of this space? Because as I said it's it's not work that you do quickly. This is this is unfolding over you know periods of time and and maybe different treatments you may need you you may need to see a therapist some people do need to see a therapist some people need to work with a coach and if you find a coach that thinks they're a therapist avoid them because they're not that's that's not what a coach is it's about it's about making the decision to do the work i would say no matter what that work actually looks like because you may not know you may know the first step, but you may not know four, five, six, and that doesn't matter until you get to four, five, six, but it's the decision to do the work. There's a old Japanese saying called Kaizen, which is continuous gradual improvement, but it's just taking that first step. They always say, you know, here in the West, when we want to climb a mountain, the first thing that we do is we go buy all of the equipment, we get our Sherpa, we do all of that stuff. And in an Eastern philosophy, that first, you know, in order to climb the mountain, you actually take a step toward the mountain. You don't know what's going to happen. And for those people who are so concerned about how their past is affecting them today in this moment. And they're also so focused on what is potentially going to happen because if they do speak up, if they do gain their power, that they don't know what's going to happen. How do you turn those two things off 
or how do you allow people to plug their ears and not listen to those two things? Or do you, because the future is absolutely unknown and is a gift that not everybody has and the past is something we can't do a damn thing about. Again, I think it comes down to to that feeling of being grounded and that feeling of connection. And I love the word trust. And, and I, if you have a coin and on one side, you've got trust on the other side, you've got fear. One side of that coin can only be in the up position at any one time. So leave it in the trust position and know when you've slipped into the fear position, trust that whatever you want for yourself, life is working for you. It's not working against you. But if you decide that I could have said, oh, I've got cancer again, I could have worried myself into, into, the, into a grave and I could have done. In fact, that coin came in really handy for me at that time because I just trusted from that moment that I got that second diagnosis. I thought, no, this is, this is not for me. I'm going to be fine. And I really, truly trusted. So it's about getting your, the hope and the trust that you can give yourself because nobody, other people can say, oh, you're going to be fine, Louise, but you have to believe it. You have to believe it. And, and belief, as we know, is so, so strong in, in what, how our lives turn out. And believing in yourself first does allow for belief outside of yourself to, to be even stronger. Yeah. Now, you have a couple of different programs that, that you run, and the newest one, Unfold, is, is specifically directed towards women. Yeah. Why? Oh, why? I, I'm 56. I see a lot of women, even as young as 40, 40 onwards my age and above really struggling with life when in fact life hasn't not because they haven't got the money these women to be honest Matt, have got the money they've got all the societal keys of success they've got the nice house they've got the nice car they've they've got enough money but they're miserable they're, they're actually because they're not fulfilled they aren't listening to to themselves they aren't really stepping into their own power and so they're living they're living a half life that they're alive but that they're living but they're not alive and i've i've been doing some surveys recently and this has really struck me as 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 a really sad thing because if we can reactivate these women into being their beautiful souls that they are they can have a ripple effect no matter what they do even if they just step into their own happiness and then their family's happier they they feel yeah they're not feeling good right now so I'm wanting to help these women really get connected to to be able to become more so that they can give more in their lifetime and feel more and be and feel alive. They don't feel alive. They really don't feel alive. They're going through the motions of life and they have all the they have everything on the outside but they haven't got the connection on the inside. I feel that I probably could have been a candidate for that had I not been course corrected through the accident and through cancer. And yeah, I feel really strongly that I want to help this woman because perhaps she may have tried counselling because she does feel a bit miserable, but counselling is not what she needs. And maybe she's gone to the doctor and the doctor said, oh, you need some antidepressants. That's not what she needs. Or maybe she's gone to the doctor and he said he needs HRT. <laughs> it's That's not what they need. They need to unfold. They need to 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 know who they are. Culturally, it seems that women have been forced into always focusing so much on everybody else that they that they haven't given themselves or society doesn't allow them to have the permission to focus here first. 
What could we do as a society to help facilitate that? I think we could bring bring it out into the open space that actually it's we do we we are as women bringing up children supporting husbands of doing their own careers there's a lot of work going on here and actually you are as important as everybody else you really are as important as everybody else and step up and stepping up doesn't mean i think there's, there's this thing isn't there about be a bit selfish, but that doesn't turn you into psycho bitch from hell. It's, it's being selfish. It's looking after yourself, isn't it? It's because when you yeah. look after yourself first, you can look after everybody else in a much calmer, better fashion, can't you? But when, when we don't, when, so that what can, what can we do? We can, we can talk about this more. We can, we can say, you know, it's hard work bringing up children. It's hard work juggling the career and the kids. And, and yes, not everybody has that that partner or or that person who who does do as much and that's no um, disrespect to men because i know there's a lot of men that do a lot that's not what this is about but i think we need to help ourselves we perhaps need to say no to ourselves more and yes to ourselves more in, in equal measure if that makes sense yeah not going to do that because a i don't need to do that and that's not important but this is important for me to do to do this so it's it's a balance as, as life is it's a balance isn't it and we're all unique and every single family is unique so there will always be what suits one family will not suit another what one suits one woman won't suit another and, yeah. and that's what i like to help women do is to get connected to to what works for them not what works for their friend down the road that this is not, not what this is about and if going to the gym is not suited to you find what does suit you how can people find out more about you i have started on instagram not that long ago so i would say that's probably the best place to find me louise.budgen i'm also on facebook and and on linkedin but i'm probably more active on on instagram also have louisebudgen.com, which gives some background to myself. So yes, I'm, I'm on there as well. And we will make sure that we have all of those links in, in, the, in the show notes. What should I have asked you that I didn't? What has changed for me since I last spoke to you? Ah, oh, I like that question. All right, answer that. I've, I've just got more connected. I've just, I've stepped I've stepped further into the joy of being me and, and I want that for other women. I really do. Because when you do step into the joy of being yourself in a happy, calm, every day is, is it's like a miracle. And, and that sounds a bit found, but you know, the, the blue sky, the blue in the sky is bluer, the green, it's my whole lens of life has has just been magnified to one of 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 sheer awe and beauty and and gratitude and i can't tell you how wonderful that is and it really is an amazing feeling and i know that that's come through my own work on myself so anybody can do this anybody can do this i'm i'm no i'm not special in any way i'm just like anybody else so yeah it's about getting that connection to self and you will, the work you put in, you won't be disappointed, you'll never be disappointed. It's a beautiful place to hang out. And, and I said this to my coach recently, I said, I'm just going to go in the woods and I'm going to hang out 
within myself because that's the coolest place to hang out and not everybody will do that they'll go and look on the outside for coffee with a friend or tv or to read a book go and hang out with yourself it's the best place to hang out to get that realignment and and love it's it's yeah it's lovely so i feel i've been supercharged since i spoke to you nice well i hope that everybody who's listening to this one realizes that hanging out with yourself is, is the coolest place that you should be hanging out. You should be hanging out there more often. And if you don't think it's the coolest place, you need to open your eyes and really appreciate your, your uniqueness and your, the, the opportunity and the brilliance that that you can bring into the world. And number two, start here and then focus outward. So many people who've listened to this show have heard so many people say the same sorts of things that in order for you to truly be your own loud and and rise above the noise and get your voice out and feel like you're spreading your wings and you're making a difference, it all starts here inside. And once you can feel comfortable within your own skin, everything else all of the sudden starts opening up and cascading and and giving you opportunities. So Louise, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for the work that you do. We'll make sure that everybody can uh, connect with you on all of those social media platforms, especially Instagram. Check her out on her website. And I greatly want to thank you for uh, taking some time and helping us learn how to be healed, whole, and healthy. And uh, what what you can do, what all of us can do to be more comfortable in our own skin so, so we can just be better across the board. So thanks. No, thank you. Thank you so much. Any challenges, they're fantastic opportunities to learn. So don't be fearful. If you have not subscribed to this yet, please make sure that you do subscribe to not only the live stream, but the podcast. If you have any comments or questions, you can reach out to me on social media, especially on LinkedIn. And last but not least, if you know somebody who really needs to hear this, and I know that many of you know people who could listen to this podcast with Louise, and it could give them just that that little push in order for them to truly change their lives and start living the way that they want to truly just be themselves and give themselves the confidence that they have. Please make sure that you share the podcast by clicking that share button below. So for Louise and all of us here at Proudmouth, this is Matt Halloran, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thank you for listening to Be Your Own Loud, where we reverse engineer success to help you accelerate your influence and break free from the torment of sales. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to our podcast, share with others in your company or profession, follow us on social media. This podcast is brought to you by Proudmouth, the Influence Accelerators. Visit us at Proudmouth.com and join our Influence Accelerator Academy for free to enhance your marketing mindset and know-how.